Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Retired College Athletes, a podcast designed to inspire and inform current and former athletes through stories and advice from retired college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Umeri, and today we're talking about depression in athletes and retired college athletes. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. guys so today's episode is pretty similar to last solo cast where we talked about ptsd but as you may know and as you should know ptsd and depression are two different things as always i have gone to a science-based research journal to get all this information so i'll be sure to link it in the description box below but we'll be going over four things that cause depression in athletes but before we do that if you had to guess who experiences more depression whether it is a current college athlete or a former college athlete, who would you say? If you answered a current college athlete, you are correct. There's so many nuances to this. I know that if you're a current athlete, you're dealing with a hectic schedule, having to deal with performance and meeting expectations in performance and all the other things that go into college athletics. As a retired college athlete, you may be dealing with the transition out and how difficult that can be and the grieving process. So when I read this research, I thought it was really interesting because I thought that retired college athletes would actually be more prone to depression, but that is just not the case. And so that is an interesting fact that I got from this research. With that said, the four things that we'll be talking about that cause depression in athletes will be specific to current athletes. So the first thing is injury, and this is not uncommon. We've had a lot of athletes on or retired college athletes on the podcast that have dealt with injury, and we've discussed it in their episodes. I'll be sure to link some of our episodes that speak specifically to injury in the description box below. But but in the research found in this review, it found that 80% of the time, athletes coming to treatment for an injury do experience psychological issues around that. And that often their psychological issues are directly linked to depressive symptoms that have followed due to their injury. I think the one thing that I've learned the most about going into these journals and reading about the research is that there's actually a lot of research around injury and how much it negatively affects athletes. But unfortunately, I feel like there's not a lot of resources around to help injured athletes. Of course, we have sports medicine and then schools may have psychological services, but I feel like they're not brought together to work in tandem to help athletes navigate these clearly traumatic experiences. In this review, they reviewed a bunch of pieces of research. So I'll be referring to all of those pieces throughout this podcast. But another piece of research that they outlined was that there was a study done on 916 NCAA Division I college football players, and it showed that 33% of the athletes that were injured had depressive symptoms, while as 27% of the non-injured athletes had depressive symptoms. This could lead us to believe that athletes that are injured have a higher chance of depression than non-injured athletes. And as a hypothesis, that seems true. I feel like we need a little bit more research around this. Of course, these are just single studies. I think it's always good to have a few different studies that support this, but it would make sense to believe that athletes that are injured have a higher chance of depression than athletes that are not. To be honest, I think that this stems not only from the fact that they're removed from their sport for a period of time, especially if you have a major injury like an ACL tear or anything that will have you out for a while. We've talked a lot about athlete identity and how nuance that can be how much athletes put their sport into their identity. So the fact that injury is the cause of a lot of depressive episodes and just depressive symptoms for athletes makes complete sense to me. 
I think it is important for institutions, universities, the NCAA, the conferences to come up with ways to better support their injured athletes. That isn't just physical because clearly these injuries can have a huge effect on athletes mentally. The second thing is an involuntary career termination can cause athletes depression. So the first thing that came to mind for this was athletes that have to medically retire. But ultimately, as of 2020, we had a whole new camp of people who had to involuntarily terminate their athletic career. And those are our COVID athletes, specifically seniors who could not get their year back, who had been training and then all of a sudden it was gone those athletes may actually experience more depression. Not too long ago, we put out an episode on advice for athletes who had to end their career due to COVID. And in that episode, we talked a lot about giving yourself grace because ultimately no one has been through this quite like you guys have been. My career did not end due to involuntary termination. Instead, it was voluntary. It was very much I ran out of eligibility. You guys are definitely different. And so I just want to encourage you to seek help if you end up feeling as though you are in a depressive episode because it is important to be properly supported. But also understand that it's not abnormal to be feeling the way that you feel, especially if you have negative feelings towards the termination of your athletic career. Ultimately, the reason why this is such a big issue is because when you can voluntarily retire from your sport, you have the opportunity to think through what life after sport will be like. You have a different way of transitioning out. But for athletes that involuntarily have to retire, they were not thinking that way. They thought they had time. And so the transition out, of course, is already hard for anybody who was going through it. But if you're forced into it abruptly, it can only get harder. And so, again, I encourage you guys who feel like you're in this situation, whether it was through COVID, through medical through medical retirement, I highly recommend that you seek out professional help just to support you in this time and in this transition. The third thing is athlete expectations. I haven't looked into research that shows that this can cause more anxiety. I'm positive it can, but I don't have any research around it right now. But the idea of choking, having a a choked performance where you just don't perform to the level of your expectations can cause depression in athletes. And I think it's just because athletes put a lot of pressure on themselves to perform. The research shows that athletes that are in more competitive levels, so for example, Olympian versus a high school athlete, the Olympian has a higher chance of experiencing depression if they choke. And that makes complete sense. The stakes are definitely higher. And then finally, overtraining can cause depression. So this was an interesting one. It outlined that overtraining syndrome, which is OTS, can coexist with depression. They are not the same thing but often you see one follow the other. OTS is when an athlete sees diminishing returns. They're not necessarily getting better. They're feeling fatigued. They have a decline in performance, yet they are training more than they ever have. They're putting a lot of time towards their sport and their skills, and yet they're not seeing a return. Now, this is more frustrating than anything, and I could see how an athlete can become exacerbated over the fact that they are trying their absolute best, everything that they've been told to do, you know, get in the gym more, get on the field more, more touches, and it's just not working. This could cause any athlete to feel like, what am I doing? This is not worth it. I don't want to do this anymore. And the research shows that this is very much the case. Again, OTS and depression are not mutually exclusive, but they can co-occur and one can lead to the other. So if you're a current athlete that is listening to this, I highly recommend, again, as always, to go seek out professional help. On this podcast, I'm just giving you the data that I have read, but I am not a professional. So if any of this sounds 
like something that you are going through or you've seen someone else go through, I highly recommend, again, seeking out professional help that can help you or your teammate, family member navigate this situation. In this journal, at the conclusion, they mentioned that beyond the traditional indicators of depression, athletic trainers and sports medicine teams should maintain increased awareness that athletes may be likely to deny depression symptoms. And that's so important to highlight here. So athlete depression continues to creep up. And yet I feel like the resources around it and the ability to spot it has not increased with the depression. I think more athletes are struggling than those who are getting help. And so hopefully this podcast episode allows you to be able to better identify what could be causing depression in someone or yourself, seeing if you or someone has gone through similar issues recently, whether it was injury or early termination of your sport, performance expectations have not been met or they're overtraining, and hopefully have a conversation with them about getting help or that you can go and get help if this is you. As a former college athlete, I definitely understand that there are mental health struggles that athletes go through. But the more research I do, the more I understand that there is actually data around to support this. And so the more conversations that we can have around this, I think the higher chance we will see change happen. And isn't that what we all want? We want to see change happen. And so hopefully you found this episode informative. I enjoyed diving into the research as always. Like I said before, I will have this journal in particular linked down below for you to go read on your own. With that said, let's hop into a little bit of housekeeping. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. If you are interested in getting involved in RCA, please feel free to follow us everywhere, but in particular, Instagram and on YouTube, we are most active over there. We have a video coming out on YouTube today at noon. So if you're listening, please go ahead and check that out. Just some additional content for you guys. If you like the content that we create here at RCA, please consider giving to us on Patreon. That's always linked down below. If you give on a reoccurring basis, you get access to additional content from us. And we're building a solid community over there. So we'd love to have you if you're interested. With that said, we will be back on Monday with another interview episode. So I cannot wait to talk to you guys then. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week.